welcome to the Cleaning for Profit podcast, the podcast that helps you get started in your own cleaning business. For more information on starting your own cleaning business, visit cleaningforprofit.com. Hi there, my name is Tom Watson, and I will be walking you through this episode. Today's episode is titled, Great Service Leads to Referrals. It almost goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. The number one way to ensure quality referrals is to give great service in the first place. The happier your customers are, the more likely they'll be to refer their friends and colleagues in your directions. I mean, that just makes sense, right? So here are six tips for making sure your current customers are as pleased as possible. I suggest you work very hard at this because nothing else you will do will give you more bang on your buck than great service. So here's tip number one. Provide a way for your customers to contact you. A lot of people overlook this simple fact that they need a number to reach at. Whether it's a phone number or an email address, have a customer service contact information somewhere and make it easy to find on your website because a lot of times that's the first place they're going to go looking because they can't find their you know the contract they signed with you or they can't find your business card because they're disorganized. They're going to just go to Google and look you up. So, I mean, that leads to another issue. I hope you have a website. But um, needless to say, make sure you have a website first. But then make sure your number is clearly listed and how they can reach you on the website. Because there's nothing more frustrating from a customer's point of view than to have a problem and not have any way to get it resolved. Because they're just rummaging around their desk looking for your number. Another bonus to this approach is that customers will feel more comfortable about purchasing from you or doing business with you if they know you can be easily reached you know so that's a little tip for people that you know are trying to drum up business on bids is to kind of make a point of saying how easy it is for them to get a hold of you if anything goes wrong Uh, because that's a little subtle nudge uh, that you can give the customer uh, because that's something that they care about and you can slide that in real easily and make them feel at ease with you by just saying those few lines. All right, moving on. Tip number two, set expectations. If you're doing this business all by yourself in the beginning and it's only you and you're only checking your email in the morning, let your customers know that in a sense, you know, and you may want to let them know that you're not on call 24-7. You're you're the one who handles all customer contact because you're the owner and uh, you're going to get back to them the same day no matter what. Unless, you know, you called at the very end of the day or some other goofy situation happened. But that's how you can set expectations. If you're, if you're not able to call them back because you're, you, you have a regular job or you're, for whatever reason, you're busy during the day and you can't call them right away as soon as they call you or you just don't even have the ability to check for messages, make sure that uh, you kind of let them know that, that no matter what, you're gonna, they're going to get a return call from you. You know, it just may not be within an hour. And as long as people know that, they're going to be cool with it. But there's nothing worse than, you know, they're, they call you in the morning and they're kind of expecting you to call them within the next hour and you can't call them until 5 o'clock at night. They, got, they had all day to get mad and it's just getting worse all day. So you want to avoid that and you do that by just setting the expectations. Uh, number three, respond to I- issues as quickly as possible. 
when you're first starting out, this can be hard because, uh, like we just said, you may not be available all the time. But taking that out of the equation for a minute, as a goal, you want to respond to anything as quickly as humanly possible for the reason I had just mentioned. The longer it goes on without anybody getting back to them, the more they're going to stew. You know, it's never really fun to, to get any customer complaints, but playing ostrich and just hiding your head in the sand and, you know, hoping the problem go away certainly isn't the problem. you got to act quick. Uh, number four, this is a big one. Under-promise and over-deliver. This is a nice little subtle tip that people can make use of to their advantage in a great way. Let me give you an example. If you think, let's just say a customer called you and they have an issue, and you think in your head, oh my god, I'm not going to be able to solve this for three or four days. Uh, tell them that, and then surprise them by doing it a day or two earlier. So, you know, it's really just about setting the expectation. You're going to say, oh god, I think it's going to be three or four days before I can take care of that, uh, if that was the case and uh, then do it in a day or two. And this way you just came out way ahead of time. Instead of saying, you know, hey, they called you on Wednesday and you telling them, well, I'll come out on Saturday to fix it. That's, what, three, four days later. You can tell them that, but then come out two days before that. And it's just, for whatever reason, it makes it seem like you did it twice as fast. You, you just exceeded expectations, even though you were going to do it two days later anyway. Just a little, little tip. Number five, take an extra step. What this means is do whatever it takes to make the customer happy. Then go one more step. Uh, you know, Offer a refund before they ask for it. Knock their socks off in some other way. Whatever you can do to thrill the customer. They will pay you back in loyalty by, by doing stuff like that. So whatever you do, go the extra mile when a mistake is made. And even if it costs you a few bucks, it's small beans because they will see and appreciate what you did for them, and uh, they'll probably tell their friends about it. And that's how, you know, a mini powerhouse is born. Number six, hire help. Outsourcing your customer call center. I know that sounds pretty fancy-dancy, but it's really just getting an answering service for your, for your cleaning company. It, you know... I would do that after you have a customer, a couple customers under your belt. It doesn't cost a lot of money. It's probably, it's usually based on how many calls you have coming in. And when you're new, you probably don't have that many calls. You could probably have a an answer and service for less than 200 bucks a month, and uh, you know that's less than one customer's profit. So small beans to have somebody always answering their phone for you, you know, 24/7. In most cases, you can't beat it for just such a small price. And how that works is that the call center takes uh, calls on your behalf because you're just forwarding your phone number to their office. Then they answer it as if they are you. And then they usually email you or uh, call you or some other way they get a hold of you saying, hey, you have a message, and here it is. And it works wonders. Just do your homework and find a good company to deal with. Uh, when you implement these ideas, you're going to see your customer satisfaction and natural referrals skyrocket because it just makes sense because you're all customer focused. You're just everything you do should revolve around a customer. So 
the more you can focus on the customer like a laser, the more they're going to love you. And the more they love you, the more money they're going to give you. So, I mean, it's real simple. Take care of the customer, whatever you do. And uh, it, it'll just become a landslide, in a sense. It, you know, it takes time to build. you got to have enough critical mass for this to happen. You know, IBM wasn't built in a week or a month or even a year. It takes a little time to build this up. But once you do, and once you start from day one with these principles of just making everything revive around the customer, looking at everything from their eyes. Don't look at it from your eyes. I mean, I know sometimes customer calls and complains, and you look at it as, oh, my God, this person's at it again. But don't look at it that way because they're the ones, you know, paying your salary. Just suck it up, go fix it, learn from it, and make adjustments down the road if need be. But uh, make make them happy. That's the end the end result. You know, you you own a business. Your goal is to make the people happy. You know, if you didn't like that arrangement, you shouldn't own a business. So make sure you do that because that's how you make money. Money is made by making other people happy. It's just as simple as that. So the, the more you take this lesson to heart, the more money you're going to make. So uh, I hope you found this episode interesting. Be sure to check back next week for our next episode. For more information on how to start your own cleaning business, I encourage you to visit my blog at cleaningforprofit.com. Just click on the blog section for my latest posts. Should you have any questions or comments about this episode, just visit the website and go to the Contact Me page. I look forward to hearing from those of you who touch base, and I'll talk to the rest of you next week. All right, thank you.